everybody welcome to another episode of find your model health the official podcast for those looking to optimize their long-term health and weight goals and understand how their body really works i am your host i'm shamay linney i'm a fitness and nutrition expert certified nutritional therapist iridologist and biohacker and i'm very happy to have you all back with me for another pc your day I have a very special guest for you, and I hope you'll help me give her a warm welcome. But before we get into that, I must remind you that the information in these podcast episodes is for informational purposes only and should not be taken as medical advice. Please consult your health practitioner before making any lifestyle changes. So today... I have the pleasure of speaking with a local Airdrie practitioner. So Denise Gagne, correct me. Gagne, Gagne. Gagne Williamson. I'm Irish. I kind of get away with a few things. <laughs> so Denise is a local practitioner here in Airdrie for craniosacral therapy and lymphatic drainage. Denise works out of At Dawn Wellness, which is a lovely wellness space just off the center of Airdrie. Denise, while recovering from a broken ankle, had her first craniosacral therapy treatment in 2023. And the results she experienced changed everything she understood about healing in the largest sense possible. So then she began taking um, her own classes in craniosacral in 2014. That was then followed by lymphatic drainage. And Denise is going to tell us a bit more about her journey and what she does and why she loves, especially lymphatic drainage so much. So welcome, Denise. It's lovely to have you, another Erdronian, as they call us, practitioner. <laughs> Thanks for having me, Shemaine. It's lovely to be here. And yes, I love talking about the therapy, therapeutic work that I do, so yay. So I, I kind of gave a quick intro there. It's always better to come out of the practitioner's mouth. So what got you into this? Tell us about your journey. Um, so I was a teacher. I was an elementary school teacher specializing in kindergarten to grade three uh, in French immersion. And um, one time doing supervision at school on an icy uh, playing field, I fell and I broke my ankle. So a broken ankle, okay, you go, you get an x-ray, you wear crutches, you wear an air cast, you know, all of that stuff. We know how to deal with broken bones, but mine didn't heal very well. And six months after my break, I was still limping and I had pain. So when you're a kindergarten teacher and you have to run after those kids, it's, it's hard. It's hard to not be mobile. So one day at work, um, I was complaining to a colleague and she said, oh, go see Diane. She'll fix you. And I said, well, what does Diane do? She said, I don't know what it's called. It just works. Go, go do it. So when I went, I discovered that she did cranial sacral therapy, which I had never heard of, knew nothing about. And um, she, so uh, she did a typical cranial sacral session, which meant that she touched my feet for about 15 seconds. 
And then she worked on other parts of my body. And the whole time I'm going, it's my ankle, right? You know, it's yeah. my, did I tell you it was my ankle? Cause I didn't, I didn't get it. I, I, it was outside of anything I understood. And I really didn't feel anything after that first session. Um, like when I got off the table, she said, how do you feel? I said, well, my ankle still hurts. Mm. And uh, you know, I, I wasn't thrilled. But when I woke up the next morning, I had no pain, I had full range of motion. And I just went, what happened? What, what, what happened? How is that even possible? So the thing was, is that I was just so curious. It, I, it did not fit in anything I understood. Like I had had physio in the past and we know that physio can be painful, right? Um, I had had all the massage and different kinds of therapies. I had never had anything like that. And it, I couldn't understand it. So I started taking classes for my own um, experience and knowledge. And then I just got hooked. And um, I have a sister who was having chronic daily headaches She's in the room with me. That's why I'm smiling. But um, she was having chronic daily headaches for like 30 years, 30 years of chronic daily headaches. And she'd done everything. She'd been to chiropractic. She'd been to uh, the pain clinic, the chronic pain clinic, acupuncture, like just everything. And it didn't help. So after I took my very first class hmm. of cranial sacral therapy, I treated her. She was one of the very first people I treated. And um, she had a similar experience to me that immediately following the treatment, she didn't notice anything. But when she woke up the next day, she had no headache. And it was the first time in 30 years she didn't have a headache. Mm -hmm. so, so I had the experience in my own body of healing from my broken ankle. But then when I actually treated somebody with the very little I knew after one class and to see such amazing results, well, that was it. That was it that I decided, you know, I retired from teaching. I started taking my training. I went back to school. I got my RMT certification. I got my cranial sacral certification. Mm -hmm. And then I started doing lymphatic drainage. So the story of lymphatic drainage is that as a massage therapist and as a cranial sacral therapist, sometimes people would come in with swelling. Mm -hmm. Whether that was injury related, you know, like they sprained their ankle and their ankle was swollen or they had surgery like a knee surgery. That's very common to have swelling after knee surgery. Or they just had a, a predisposition to swelling and it was hot out and so their wrists and their ankles were swollen and I realized that I didn't have tools to deal with that mm. so that's when I started taking lymphatic drainage classes and the very first lymphatic drainage class I took was in Vancouver it was the Vodder style of, of uh, lymphatic drainage and during the class who knew I discovered that I had lymphedema so um yeah, I started doing that work. And then it's this curiosity. I just have this curiosity, right? I, I want to understand what's going on. Why is this working? Why is this not working? What, you, 
I'm just a very curious person. So I, I pursued that. And I've taken now um, a lot of classes <laughs> in lymphatic drainage. I'm not um, level four certified. So we do have a therapist at, at Dawn Wellness, who is Amy Shantz, who is an osteopathic manual therapist. Mm -hmm. And she is fully certified up to level four. I believe she's the only one in Airdrie. So a level four certification means that you can measure people for compression garments and you can do bandaging and you can treat advanced lymphedema. Mm. So I don't have that certification, but I do the drainage. So if you have swelling, I can make the swelling go away. Yeah. So just because you haven't got the level four doesn't mean you're any less qualified though. No, but I wouldn't do bandaging, for instance. But to tell you the truth, I have no desire to do bandaging. I don't intend to get a level four. Um, then you're dealing with very serious issues of lymphedema. And I kind of like the people I work with now. <laughs> and I'm sure they love you. And our, as I always say, our mess becomes our message you needed to find more about the craniosacral yes. therapy. And then lo and behold, God clearly had a plan for you. You yes. need to learn about lymphatic and here you are. And you can see just by your face when you're talking that you're very passionate about this. Like this is your love. You know, they say when you love what you do, you're not working at all. And you can see. That's right. Yeah. And part of the cranial sacral therapy, just to add to that is that, um, I've, I've done a lot of brain work, both with cranial sacral therapy and the, with the lymphatic drainage. And I didn't realize because I had no memory of it, but I myself have had multiple concussions. Mm -hmm. So when I started my training, I didn't know that. But as I came to understand how the brain works and how the membranes of the brain hold it in place and shift with injury and stuff, I memories of my own concussions have come up. So there again, my mess became my message. There's always a plan. There always is a reason why we do certain things. If we're open to it, if we yes. are susceptible to it, a lot of people don't listen to the signals or whatever, their intuition, but clearly you did. So for people who don't know, because I'm sure there's going to be a lot, what exactly is craniosacral therapy? So cranial sacral therapy works on the central nervous system. Um, so it's not like massage. With massage, you take off your clothes, I put lotion on my hands, I rub or touch or stretch your muscles. Cranial sacral therapy is all about the spinal cord and the brain. And we access those areas through, in the head, the cranial sutures, which is where the bones connect and move. And in the um, along the spine, it's very often uh, scar tissue, mm -hmm. connective tissue that interferes with the flow of the fluid. So everything in our bodies is controlled by the brain and the spinal cord. That, that is our central nervous system. So cranial sacral therapy can have very broad applications because if you have chronic pain, there could be compression at some point along the spine that's reducing movement of fluid along the spinal cord, you release that and your pain lessens or is gone. Um, headache, um, 
I have not found anything that works better than cranial sacral therapy for migraine. And even if your migraine is caused by uh, weather changes, it will help somehow. Mm -hmm. So yeah, for any pain conditions, because pain is picked up by your nerve receptors, right? Um, cranial sacral therapy can be amazing, but also concussion, uh, brain injury, not stroke necessarily. That's different because then parts of the brain might be permanently damaged. But um, yeah, concussion, injury, recovery from injury, chronic pain, long-term issues. Um, I have, my sister has multiple sclerosis, which is a central nervous system disorder. And she has had amazing results and amazing relief using cranial sacral therapy. So it's not muscular. You know, if you sprain a muscle or if you've overworked your body from working out or even, you know, gardening or whatever, go see a massage therapist. They really do well with muscles. Mm -hmm. You know, this is not muscles. This is a deeper layer of things, but it has huge effect on things that, you know, massage doesn't work on all that well. I also, um, so, sorry, learning disabilities, learning disorders in children. My interest as a early childhood educator kind of connects with my understanding of how the brain and the nervous system works. Mm -hmm. So I do work quite a bit with children with ADHD, dyslexia, um, different, uh, you know, insomnia, childhood insomnia, childhood ed headache. So yeah, works good on that. I'm sorry I interrupted you. No, no, that's fantastic. Your delivery is enthralling me here. So I want to go back a bit to the migraine aspect of this specifically this topic is going to intrigue a lot of my clients and followers. Uh, and I remember when we first had this scheduled, I got hit with a migraine and you were like, come in and get have a treatment. Yeah. But so just to help my clients understand, I've done a lot of episodes. I had a guy on, I believe he was from Toronto, who is called the migraine professional. So the topic of migraines is huge, like huge. Almost every second client of mine or follower has an issue with migraines. So just to help them understand, one, how if they did get this treatment, how fast would they see results? But also second, this is a hands-on approach to help move fluids through the cranium and help everything flow easier because I do speak a lot about how the trapping of the blood vessels and the inflammation is behind the migraine. So I kind of want them to understand like, what would they experience if they were having a migraine, they went into you for a session and how fast can they expect to see results? I know that's going to be individual based on your sisters and yourselves experience. And some people may experience results immediately, I suppose. Yes. So, um, you know, if you have a migraine, it is actually contraindicated to go for massage because that can uh, make your migraine worse, right? It's too much stimulation. I have had numerous, numerous experiences with people who come in with an active migraine and by the end of the session, the migraine is 80% gone, if not 100% gone. By the time they leave? Yes. Oh. Yes, absolutely. So 
um, I have only once ever since 2014, when I began doing this work, only once did I have a person who had a headache after the treatment, like their headache got worse during the treatment. But that particular person has fibromyalgia as well. Mm -hmm. And so there's a, another layer of complication. But by the way, I just finished my fibromyalgia class this past weekend. So Congrats. come and see me. I can treat you too. <laughs> um, so my experience with migraine, first of all, I appreciate that you said the flow of fluid through the cranium, but I want to say that I have seen migraine that can be caused from issues anywhere in the central nervous system. And there are a lot of people with migraine that actually the problem is coming from the pelvis, coming from the sacrum. So when I treat someone, I start at the sacrum and I work my way up the spine to the head and then I check all the areas of the head. So with headache, just, just tension headache, that's often caused by trigger points, that's caused by tight muscles. Migraine can be caused by First of all, it can come from anywhere in the central nervous system. It can be caused by a, a very slight misalignment of bones that's impacting the flow of the fluid. It can be caused by scar tissue in the pelvis or the lower back that pulls down on the membranes of the cranium. So one thing about the membrane system in the body is that it is continuous. So in the cranial sacral system, there is no difference in when I'm working on the hips or the pelvis and the effect on the brain. It is one continuous system. So you, you might be experiencing pain in your head, but it could be somewhere else in your body. We relieve that pressure and oops, all of a sudden the head is better. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it is a continuous system. And that's different than if, you know, you have a sore bicep and you work on the bicep and it's local and you can find it and you can point at it and say it's here. Right. Mm -hmm. So because of the continuous uh, nature of the membranes, a migraine can actually come from anywhere. Yes, we want to increase flow of cerebral spinal fluid, but that might be caused by somewhere else. Mm -hmm. So um, I have a really good track record with people with migraine who come to see me. They, like my sister, I have so many uh, people who have come in who've said, yeah, I don't know if you can help me. I've tried everything. I've had headaches for 20 years, every single day. I've seen every type of therapist. And then not always immediately following a session because there is this kind of shifting period because we're working on the deep membranes, the deep systems of the body. And sometimes it takes a little while to trickle through. But I have had so many people who say within an hour after the treatment, within three hours after the treatment, they suddenly realized their headache was gone or their headache was so much uh, relieved that, you know, I have often heard clients use the term miraculous with the effect on headache. So you come in, you have a history of chronic daily migraine, you feel better, like my sister, you wake up the next day, you have no headache. And then maybe after two weeks, after six days, after a month, the symptoms start creeping back in. Mm -hmm. 
come for another treatment. So we've, we've made some shifts, but there's the habitual pull in the membranes that is pulling things mm. back. But if we release them again, you're going to go that much longer. Mm. So I'm just going to use my sister's story again as an example, because I know it very well. But after her first treatment, she didn't have a headache for two weeks. No, six weeks. Six weeks. Oh, six weeks. No. She's telling me. No headache for six weeks. There you go. Good thing she's in the room, hey? Yeah. Um, she's visiting right now. Came to see the baby. Um, yeah, so she had no headache for six weeks. When it started coming back, we, gave, we did another treatment. And for a long time, if she had a treatment once a month, once every two months, she had no headache. Mm -hmm. So, you know, things were getting better. And then COVID hit. Mm -hmm. And we couldn't see each other, right? Do you remember during the lockdown? No traveling, no visiting. So it was like six months that she did not receive a treatment. And I was quite concerned that her headaches would start coming back. And they did not. Mm. So... Um, do you have headache at all anymore? Do you have migraine? I, I haven't had, no, I have, don't, haven't had migraine. So she says she hasn't had a migraine since she began this treatment. Yes, uh, headaches, minor. She gets minor headaches I'm sometimes. Not yeah. So, but she did require more than one treatment. Mm. Okay, so that's the point of that, is with somebody who has chronic migraines, follow the symptoms you're headache free you have a treatment you're migraine free yay you're good they start inching their way back in come for another treatment but typically you know just as an example if it's if you're pain free for one week after a treatment maybe the next time it'll be two weeks maybe the next time it'll be a month like you do get better because yeah. we're resolving the core issues Right. So, so some people, people so some people maybe will need a couple of treatments. And That's correct. there may be one or two people that only need one, just so people are aware. But regardless, it's life changing. If they people are seeing these results, it is because it's horrible to live with migraines. Yes. And as well, can you tell us then? For the people that don't know you're, what you're doing in lymphatic drainage. So one, what is the lymphatic system? And then how are you manipulating it to help people with their swelling? And I'm assuming detoxification and help them feel better. Yes. So your lymphatic system is the second system to be developed in utero after the heart. So that's how important it is. And what the lymphatic system does is it is the waste removal system of the body. And the reason it is developed immediately after the heart starts beating in a, in a fetus is because when we have blood exchange in the body, which of course happens all the time, you know, your blood goes to the capillaries, the oxygenated blood goes out. Um, and then it is, the deoxygenated oxygenated blood is picked up by the veins and carried back to the heart. But in that process of exchange, there is waste product, just metabolic waste product, uh, little bits of red blood cells, protein fragments, um, hormones, 
things that your body naturally produces. So I'm not talking about drugs and alcohol because I'm talking about in utero, right? So metabolic process waste that is normal, but still it has to be carried out. So normally when it goes into the lymphatic system, you know, 70% of your lymph system is right underneath the skin, <laughs> right underneath the skin. So it is light touch therapy. If I go deep, I'm into the muscles, I'm into tendons, but I have bypassed the lymph completely. So you cannot do a lymph treatment using deep tissue massage because it is right underneath the skin. So my touch is extremely gentle. It's pulsing because your lymph system has a pulse, just like your heart has a pulse. The lymph pulse is much slower than the heart, but still it has a pulse. So it, it's a very gentle pulsing kind of treatment and we get the, the lymph moving. So your lymph system is a very resilient system. And that's because if your lymph system stopped working, like just shut down, you would be dead within 24 hours. You have to remove waste product from your body. You have to, it's essential. So given its importance, um, you know, your lymph system is amazing. It will do everything possible to keep functioning. Now your lymph system is not gonna shut down all of a sudden. <laughs> The worst case scenario is if you have third degree burns, mm -hmm. because you have to think a burn is skin layer, lymph is immediately underneath the skin. So really bad burns over a big portion of your body can cause your lymph system to stop working. And that would be deadly, but you would probably die anyways with that kind of burn, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, what, what gets in the way of lymph flowing? Because your lymph will flow. It will do everything in its power to get rid of waste. So um, you sprain your ankle and you have inflammation of the ankle and then, you know, it's not moving. The lymph is not moving. So typically over time, ice, elevate, do all that stuff. It's going to get better. Sometimes it doesn't because your body has created scar tissue. So the initial lymph system in your body is only one cell, like the, the channels that carry the lymph, it's one cell thick. That's it, it's very delicate. So you have a big glob of scar tissue because of some injury that those little tiny cells, those little tiny channels just can't get through. Right. So then if we move the fluid and reduce the scar tissue, it will start rebuilding. Yeah. So your superficial lymph lymph will completely heal itself in six weeks. So people who have lost incredible amount, I have seen clients like this who have lost a lot of weight and then have to have the skin surgery tightening, you know, like the, the big T cut on the abdomen, and then they take all that skin away to tighten things up. That's your lymph system that's going with the skin because mm -hmm. the lymph is right underneath the skin. But even in a major surgery like that, six weeks and all your superficial lymph will be healed. For the so, lymph system to reconnect. So you've taken away a chunk of your system and now yes. this 
new channels need to find each other and yes connect and work together then as one whole system yeah and to be functioning so that's amazing that's amazing that the system can uh, rejuvenate like that um, it would even be for the likes of a c-section as well though because you're yes. going straight through everything yes so <laughs> that brings us to our next topic which is scars mm. So sometimes scars are one of the things that can interfere with the flow of lymph. So if you've had um, surgery, so I, I spoke about injury, like swell, uh, sprained ankle, but if you've had surgery, that is also creating scar tissue. And in some cases, if the scar is deep enough, that can inhibit the flow of lymph. But we can reduce we can reduce that scar tissue. So there's a lot of techniques that reduce scar tissue. I know that there's osteopathic techniques to stretch out the scar tissue. Cranial sacral rule will reduce uh, scar tissue. And um, lymphatics has its own technique to reduce scar tissue. So we can treat that scar, get things moving across it and reestablish lymph flow your lymph is going to flow, but is it flowing efficiently? Is it flowing abundantly? Is it moving enough fluid, right? But if you think of lymph as being like a creek, okay, so you can, you know, a log, a big tree can fall into the creek, and that's going to slow down the lymph, but the water is going to find its way around that log, right? Um, it takes an actual dam to stop water. Otherwise, water is going to flow. That's what it does. And your lymph is going to flow. But is it doing it efficiently? Hmm. So everyone's lymph system is moving, just some's better than others. And then some people need a little bit of extra help, which is where you come in with the likes of edema, chronic swelling, would yeah. I add gout into that? Or is that something that you're not going to go into? So I wouldn't touch someone who's having a gout flare up. Because if you have ever had gout, you cannot tolerate any pressure whatsoever. But I could work down to about mid calf mm. to get the swelling to move. But you have to understand that in gout, you have the um, arthritic crystals, right? Mm -hmm. At which they get stuck in the tissue and into the joints. So the synovial fluid of the joints is not lymph. So not every fluid in your body is lymph. Mm -hmm. You know, your synovial fluid is a different thing and lymph drainage does not really affect that. But, but the swelling, the inflammation caused by pain, because pain itself causes inflammation, um, you know, or injury. Yeah, for sure. That will help. Yeah, I do have a lot of clients, not a lot, but I have a handful of clients that deal with gout a lot and will use certain techniques and supplements to help break up those calcium crystals and then supporting the kidneys and the liver for detoxification. Yeah. But they will also do inversion as well, getting their legs up to help move the broken up toxins and crystals too. So um one thing I do talk about a lot with my clients is, and I think it's so underrated, people don't get that. It's one of the areas I work in is weight loss. Like that is one of my things. 
And when you start a weight loss journey, you have to understand that detoxification is a huge aspect in that. If you are not detoxifying properly, you are going to struggle weight. But not only that, there is a side effects. If you are breaking down body fat and you're not removing those toxins and the hormones and deuterium and whatever else was in these cells they're just going to translocate somewhere else and start causing problems and worst case scenario they do cross the blood-brain barrier and now you start seeing issues in that aspect as well so detoxification is huge and when we think about detoxification i think most people think well green vegetables antioxidant supplements that's what they're thinking but they're not thinking your lymphatic system is what's detoxifying. Yes, you can help it, but that's the main channel. Yes, that's correct. Because it is the waste removal system and it deals with metabolic waste. So if you're breaking up fat cells, you are creating waste. That's a very good waste to get rid of, but you still have to deal with it, right? So the constituents of lymph are um, lipids, lipids, which are fats right? Yes. And then the protein fragments, anytime you're rebuilding anything in your body, your body is sending amino acids, and it doesn't use it all. And so there's protein fragments that are have to be carried away. Mm -hmm. So yes, detoxification is, you know, lymph can help a lot with that. Now, that being said, most people do not have any negative uh, reaction to lymphatic drainage. Uh, the, the most common reactions I see is that people have to pee a lot. Because that's part of the detox. Yes. Yeah. We're increasing flow of fluid in your body. Where is that fluid going to go, right? Better out than in. Um, people get thirsty because there's a much more rapid exchange of fluid in the body. Mm-hmm. And people can feel tired because you don't realize how hard your body is working to detox. That requires cellular energy. So you think, oh, I'm not doing anything. Why am I so tired? Your body is working gangbusters, right? To, to heal and detox. So all of those are normal and you know, not, not things that really inconvenience people a lot. But if there's a lot of waste material in your lymph nodes, so not in the 70% of the lymph system that is free flowing, that is in these small channels, but the actual nodes, which are the filters of the lymph system, Mm -hmm. we're going to drain those nodes when we encounter them during the lymphatic drainage session. And if there's a lot of toxic material or waste material or buildup of material, then people can have an adverse reaction. Tends to be short-lived between 12 and 24 hours because your lymph is moving all the time. So once we move things along just a little bit, you feel better. But people can, you know, feel a little bit unwell. It does... Really, I don't see it that often, but if you know that you're detoxing, if you know that you are purposely, you know, creating more waste product in your body for a good reason, you know, that could happen and you could feel somewhat unwell, but isn't it better to move that stuff along and get rid of it? Isn't that the whole point? You know, it's to me, it's a small price to pay. doesn't happen all that often. 
a lot of my clients and followers will be well versed in the likes of Herxheimer reactions and yeah. you'll feel worse before you feel better. The same with sleep. If you start sleeping, you're going to feel more tired before you feel regenerated and all that. So we kind of, as I described to usually newer clients, is it's like a hill. We have to get over that hill. And on the other side, that hill is a lovely, shiny valley. But if you don't get over that hill, you're never going to get over it. So you have to kind of go through the uncomfortable to get to the comfortable. So this is fantastic. And you know, when you said that about peeing, if I had a dollar for every time someone complained to me, oh yeah, I feel wonderful, but I'm just peeing so much. I'm like, well, what, what do you think all this broken up fat is going to? Yes. So, like you want it out. So people don't get as well from the detoxification aspect that when you break up fat cells, one of the byproducts is metabolic water. So, and every time you have to run to the bathroom, you're burning more calories. So <laughs> it's like a win-win. Win-win, <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. So, uh, before we start to wrap up, and this has been thoroughly fascinating, and I want to compliment you and say I've done a lot of specialist interviews with doctors all over the world, and your deliverance is, it just shows your pure passion for what you do. And sometimes I will be in the middle of interviewing someone and I'll be like, oh my God, this is terrible. <laughs> They're not <laughs> delivering what I was hoping. But yours has been fascinating, like which shows like you really do this. It's yes. one thing in saying you're this, that and the other, but it's another thing in actually doing it. So, and you can really yes. tell. So this has been fascinating. But before we finish up, I want you to, if you wouldn't mind, because you mentioned it once or twice, what is Vodder and what is Shikli? Are they both to do with the craniosacral? Are they one? No, they're, they're both lymphatic drainage. They're both schools of lymphatic drainage. So Emil Vodder was one of the first people to develop techniques to drain the lymphatic system. And um, that was in like the 1930s. He's been dead quite a while. But the Vodder School of, of Lymphatic Drainage is, uh, is, is a style of it. Mm -hmm. And it's very protocol driven. So you learn, do this, do this kind of stroke, do this many times, um, which, you know, that was my first class. And it was a good class to get started in. And you really, un you learn about the touch of it and, and, and things and the general flow. Chickley is a, the Chickley Health Institute has developed its own style of lymphatic drainage. And that's what I really specialize in. That's where most of my classes are from. But the difference is that Chickley maps the lymph flow. So this is extremely important because there is more variation in the lymph system of the human body than any other system. Mm. So even um, a person can have, any person, you know, they could have between 200 or 800 lymph nodes, mm. like four times the amount of lymph nodes. That's a big difference. Yeah. But also we talked about scar tissue. And if I've injured my shoulder, or here, I'll give you this, because I did have lymph nodes removed from this arm, which is why I have lymphedema in this arm. I have had that. Have you? No. Then my lymph system is going in a, on a different pathway than yours is. Mm -hmm. 
but maybe you had knee surgery. Well, then the lymph in your, in your leg is going on a different pathway. So with the chickly style, I feel the lymph and I can tell you where the pathway is going. And that what, that's what allows me to work with people who have had lymph nodes removed, which is very common in women who have had breast cancer. Most women who have had breast cancer and who have had the surgery have had lymph nodes removed. Mm -hmm. So it's important to be able to feel, is the lymph going up the normal channel or has it rerouted itself because of scar tissue? So those are the differences of the two styles, but I've trained in both. Um, Chickly is what I use more of though, because it's individualized. Mm -hmm. It's not protocol. It's not do this here. It's what is the lymph doing? Help it do that better. And you're just recognizing which direction or pathway it's taking by a gentle touch. There's nothing invasive. Only gentle touch. That's all. Just my hands. There's no instruments or tools. And the same with um, cranial sacral therapy. Cranial sacral therapy is a light touch therapy. You know, there's no pressure that I can use that will get me inside the bones of your head or inside your spine. There's no deep pressure. So instead I use an extremely light pressure and I feel for very subtle movement, the subtle movement of uh, cerebral spinal fluid or the subtle movement of the fascial pulling from scar tissue. Yeah, so both of them are light touch therapy. Both of them generally you keep your clothes on. Um, Sometimes with lymph, if people come to me wearing tight fitting yoga pants, they're gonna have to take those off if I'm working on their legs because I have to feel what's going on, but generally, you know, people keep their clothes on and people who come to me who know they're going to be working on their legs. Sometimes they come in pajama bottoms and then they just keep their clothes on. And the same with cranial. Um, It's not like massage in that sense. So yes, very light touch, very non-invasive and you feel fabulous with both those therapies. We're activating the parasympathetic nervous system. And so people feel fabulous afterwards. They feel so relaxed. It gets you into a parasympathetic state, which is the state of our autonomic nervous system where we can heal, Mm -hmm. where we can recuperate. We can't do those things when we're in stress response. So both cranial sacral therapy and lymphatic drainage get you out of stress response and into the parasympathetic recuperation phase very quickly and very effectively so they're lovely that's fantastic and this has been an amazing conversation I love the way you use all your different analogies but you tell it very much like you're telling a story and that (laughs) really draws people in and your tone changes it's this has been a really great conversation I have no doubt people are going to love it so thank you for your time now I will be sharing links of course but for people who are listening where can they find you or work with you Obviously, you're working in Airdrie, but we do have surrounding areas if people are willing to travel. So I work at Dawn Wellness in Airdrie. Um, I'll just say that all massage therapists have to pursue continuing education classes. Lymphatic drainage is the least pursued continuing education 
very few massage therapists do lymphatic drainage. Okay, so it's hard to find lymphatic drainage people. Um, there is a place in Calgary, there's two uh, venues called the Lymph Balance Center that specialize in lymph work. But I, be I believe in Airdrie, I know one woman whose name is uh, Tanya Shaney, who also does lymphatic drainage. But other than that, I think I'm it. <laughs> so yes, and I work at Dawn Wellness. And at Dawn is a lovely location. So people can, is the, do they have a contact section on the website? Um, I'm not sure. You can book online. You They have yeah, a phone, so that would be phone somebody. Yeah. And yeah. then you have a Facebook contact page, whereas I first reached out to yes. you. So you have a cranial, it's cranial sacral with Denise or something? Cranial sacral therapy in Airdrie. Yeah. So I'll put all the links down below, but this has been really fascinating. Is there anything else you would like to just throw in? Because you just are full of knowledge before we go. Maybe even something people could do at home if if you were booked up and they needed oh, some relief. I will say that people watch uh, YouTube videos on lymphatic drainage and then they come and see me and inevitably the first thing they say is, oh, that's so much lighter than what I've been doing on myself. So if I just really remember the lymph system is immediately under the skin. It's skin, lymph, muscle. So the touch, if you're doing your own lymphatic drainage at home, the touch is extremely gentle. Whatever you're doing, reduce it 10%, reduce it 10 times. Um, lymph is gentle. And also not all the videos have accurate directions. So I, I do teach people how to do their own lymphatic drainage. I teach almost everybody who comes to see me a few of the techniques and some people who are really keen, I teach them how to do their whole body lymphatic drainage. But to receive a treatment, then you have a sense of the touch of it. Yeah. the lightness of it which cannot be described fantastic well thank you for that that is going to be helpful and i do hope a lot of people at least come to see you for one session so they can get a feel for how it is but thank you for your time today this has been wonderful thank you shemaine it's been my great pleasure thanks denise